Let us pray. Gracious and Heavenly Father, we thank you for the wisdom of your words that you offer to us. We know that we don't understand them all, but we take comfort in the fact that you are the creator, the redeemer and sustainer of all things. We thank you and praise you for these words. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, chapter 24 of the Gospel of Matthew is a conglomeration of the teachings of Jesus throughout his ministry, more than likely, of what the future holds. What it is believed, uh, what Matthew is believed to have done here is to have taken some different teachings of different times in the ministry of Jesus and brought them together in this one chapter to bring this powerful chapter of the end times together. The corresponding uh, chapters in Mark would be um, 13 and Luke would be 21. Um, And in those, you won't have all of this, but you'll have some of it. Matthew has a tendency to do this kind of grouping for his teachings. Now, in this one, this is one of those chapters that um, you, you don't really dwell on. You don't stay a long time in. Um, I will say, however, that not one commentary that I read uh, takes it as a whole. They break it down into very minute sections, some much more so than others. But um, because inside of this chapter is a ton of stuff. There are so many pictures, there are so many prophecies, there's so much history that's coming through chapter 24. Um, It's just, uh, if you spend time there, it's amazing. There's so much scripture from the past. He's bringing out Daniel and Isaiah and Joel, and he's bringing forward to his time this forecasting of what will happen. Now, The reason I think that most people don't want to spend time talking about this or don't want to spend time looking at uh, the book of Revelation is because it's kind of scary a little bit, right? I mean, how many of you um, think about the end times, the end of the world, as it were? How many of you um, have, uh, like, studied it, would say you've, you've looked into it, you've read some stuff on it? How many of you have read the Tim LaHaye books, Left Behind series? How many of you have seen the movie with Kirk Cameron in it? Anybody else want their money back for that one? No? How many, how many, how many of you, um, the end times freak out? You get a little freaked out when you start talking about the end of the world. Wow, y'all are much more secure at the end of the world than the 930 services. So I guess, you know, a little extra sleep makes you more secure with where you are. Um, I got to tell you, this is one of those topics that weirds me out. Um, it's one of those topics when we begin to talk about the end of the world. And it's not necessarily that I'm scared about where I'm going. It's not necessarily even that I'm scared about how it's going to happen. Because it's going to happen how it's going to happen. But um, the fact that it will, and the fact that I move from right now into eternity... Kind of wigs me out a little bit. It kind of makes me nervous, and and I gotta say that's okay. 
It's okay to think about the end of the world. It's okay to think about Jesus coming back. It's okay to think about eternity and go, what? It makes me a little nervous. My hands start sweating. Today I am 37. I don't really know if I feel like a 37-year-old because I've only been one for a year, and I don't have other 37-year-old experiences to compare it with. I know how I feel Tomorrow, I will be 38. Will I feel like a 38-year-old tomorrow? Or will I feel like I feel today? I don't know how I'm going to feel. However, I do know that I ha- as I have seen 38 coming, it's a whole lot closer to 40 than 37 is. You know? I mean, some of you can't remember 38. You're so old. And you're like, get over it, Crocker. But for me, you know, I've had a whole year to get used to 37. And now it's changing tomorrow. And what it has done for me is, and Jenna actually said, she goes, wow, 38 seems a whole lot closer to 40. She's the one who brought this up. I'm like, thank you. It is actually closer to 40. Thanks for reminding me of that, you young sprite. And, and for me, what, what it has done is, is I have begun to be more aware of my own mortality. And that sounds kind of just hokey, if you will, but, um, you know, I, I deal with death in my job. Um, not all the time, but there are times when I have sat with people as they've died. I've sat with families as their loved one is dying. I have um, been honored to um, preside over people as we are sending them forth. Um, in a celebration of their life and sending them to be in the arms of their creator. And there are moments um, that I get to be a part of that are surrounded by death. I get asked to pray for people as they're going through surgeries, as they're diagnosed with cancer, all of these different things. And what it does for me um, is, is it makes me see the end a little bit more clearly. And sometimes I just get nervous about it. Um, I mean, I know that, that death is the one thing that we all will experience at some point. We all have experienced birth, and we all will experience death. But I don't know what that's going to be like. And I don't know what's going to happen next. I also don't know when it's going to happen. You know, I would like to think that it's going to be a long time from now. And I get to see my grandchildren grow up. And I get to see even maybe like, a, like my granny and, um, and great Jane, as we call her, great-grandchildren running around. But I don't know when it's going to be. And it's this weirdness that kind of is there. That I think from time to time, and it's not like I dwell on this every day. Um, you're like, man, Crocker, you need to see someone. Um, but it comes up at times. And I have to say it's okay to be weirded out by that. It's okay to be afraid of the coming of the Lord. Even if it's a personal coming or a world coming. 
Because what I read in chapter 24 is that it's going to happen. There will be a day when he comes back. When he returns to right all that is wrong. When he comes home to his beloved children that he created so beautifully and wonderfully. And says, it's okay now. There is no more war, hunger, sickness, death. That is gone. This is the new world. There will be a time when that happens, but we don't know when. In fact, Jesus says right there, I don't even know when. No one knows the time except the Father. So if you ever hear somebody say they know the day and the time, the Mayans don't know. No one knows the day and the time of the coming of the Lord. But we do know that it's coming. See, we live in a world of, um, of time. We know that um, every 60 seconds, another minute will pass. We know that every seven days we can mark off a week. We know that in February, most of the time, it's 28 days and we end the month. This year, 29. We know that 365 days and we get another